Okay, guys, we're continuing in the Ted Amabed at the very top. We were talking about the sons of Rabbi Shimba Yochai who went to uh, check out the son who went to go uh, hang out with these uh, these other rabbis, whose father was very impressed by it, to get the bracha. And first they were uh, they were asking steers in, uh, in different sukkim and some of the value of uh, different things. We talked about mitzvah she'ir shalasot edayacherem, mitzvah she'ev shalasot edayacherem. So we'll see a similar thing. So top of the line says hadar yatsi v'kamei bayilu. So they, uh, later they were sitting and they asked the, the, the following question. And the one that says, says that it is more precious than rubies. We're talking about Talmud Torah here, I think. And uh, all your desires are not equal to it. All the things you want are not equal to it. Okay? But the implication is, But the chafzei shamayim, meaning mitzvot, things that Hashem wants, they would be equal. That would be equal. Look at Rashi. You should pick the mitzvah. That's what it sounds like. But it also says, also in Mishlei, that all uh, things he wants are not equal to it. So even the desires of Hashem, meaning even mitzvah wouldn't be equal to Talmud Torah. So which one is it? So our answer is again, this is their answer. One is a mitzvah that can be done by somebody else, so then Talmud Torah comes first. And a mitzvah can't be done by somebody else, so the mitzvah comes, to, comes first. Anyhow, so Amr Lay, so they, uh, they then noticed that the son of Rabbi Shemar is sitting here, so they said, My bai what are you doing here? So Amr Lahud, Amr Li Abba, Zilga Bayo Dilibrachucha. He said, My father told me, Go to them, tell them he should bless you. So here's the blessing. So Amr Lay, they said to him, Yehi Rava, should be the will of Hashem, or Yehi Ratzon. You should plant and not harvest. You should enter and not exit. You should exit and not enter. Your, uh, your house should be destroyed. And you should sit in your like a guest house. Your Torah, your, your uh, table should be confused. And you shouldn't see a new year. Okay, so that sounds like a pretty awful bracha. I mean, <laughs> everything's bad, right? So he says, When he got back to his father, not only did they not bless me, but they caused me pain, and they gave me like curses, basically. He said to them, so he said, okay, what did, what did they say to you? So he said exactly, he repeated the whole thing, this is what they said to me. So so he said back to them, He said, these are all brachot. These are all brachot. How, how are they all brachot? It's all about the interpretation. You'll plant and not, have, not harvest, you're going to have children, and they're not going to die. Meaning the the, uh, the harvesting, in the case of the children, is like cutting them off, right? Like killing the kids. That would be like harvesting the uh, the kid. I don't know if you think about like the Grim Reaper or something, like right? So that would be bad. You want to have them that grows and stays. You'll bring in and not go out. You'll bring in daughters-in-law. And your sons will not die. So that they, they would have to leave. So that's what you're saying. They'll, they'll, you'll bring the daughters in and they're not going to leave because your sons will still be alive. And the flip side also, tape of tile, you'll, uh, you'll bring out, but you won't bring in. Tolid banta, you'll have daughters. And their husbands won't die. And they'll come back to you. And the idea is you send your daughters, in law, your daughters away to their husbands and the good fortune will be that their husbands will stay alive so they're gonna, the daughter stays away. So it sounds like a bad thing, but it's actually a good thing. Your house will be destroyed and you'll sit in your uh, guest house. The high alma This world is called the uh, the guest house. The ahi alma beit, and that world, the olam haba, is called the house. Tichtiv kirban batemo leolam. That within them, their house is forever. Altiger kirban ela kibaram. Don't worry, that's kirban within them ela kibaram. Flip the letters. It's their graves. 
Okay, so the idea is that you will live a long life. That's what it's saying. Yeah, you're going to live a long life in this temporary world, and only later go to Olam Abba. Libabil Petorach, your, your table will be confused. You have sons and daughters, right? Like, who wouldn't want the blessing of having, like, a very busy table, right? Like, it's all, your table's going to be so busy and you know, loud, you know? I remember one time, uh, someone I know, they were complaining about, uh, oh, the kids are so difficult, you know, blah, 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 like, it's so hard to get, and, like, someone next to them was like, well, you know, at least you have children, because the other person didn't have kids at all. Like, you know, it's a, it's a blessing to be able to have, you know, uh, a busy, a busy table, Okay. Uh, you won't see a new year. That your wife will not die. And you won't marry another wife. So the word shata uh, is like the word intita, I guess. It means like, it means like wife, I suppose. It means a new wife. You won't have a new wife, which is good. Okay, new story. left Rav. Uh, he said, maybe his, uh, uh, maybe the bray he told his son, Zil So again, go to him, so he'll bless you. So here's the bracha. The bracha is you shouldn't embarrass others, you shouldn't become embarrassed. So Atagabi Abu is going back to his father, Amrlay, my Amrlah. So what did he say to you? Amrlay, Milan Ba'amahu de Amrlay. I just said like mere words. Like, we have bracha that don't embarrass people. That's like, this, this is ridiculous. I'm like, no, birchacha, birchata, de birchan kuchabrichal de Yisrael. No, he gave you such a special bracha. It's the same bracha that Hashem gave to Ben Esra, to Klal Yisrael. It's the Tanava. And he also repeated the bracha. Tichtiva, it says in Yoel, the Akhaltem bachol vesavoa, you will eat uh, well and you'll be satiated. Vilaltem vagomer, you'll be praised. Veloye boshu ami leolam, my nation will not become embarrassed ever. Vidatem ki bekerb Yisrael ani, you'll know that I'm among the Bnei Yisrael. And again, veloye boshu ami leolam, right? That pasuk, you won't be. Embarrassed. So, I mean, the idea of having dignity is a very special bracha. So, you will cause others to have dignity. You will have dignity. That's actually the greatest. It's a great bracha. Okay, that's the end of the Agadah part. We'll get back now to the halacha part. So, it says here in the Mishnah, it said, osa isha tachshitah. The woman can like fix up her tachshitim. What exactly is tachshitim? Usually, it means like jewelry or something like that. We'll see here. It's more like makeup or something like that. Tanarabanim, learning the bracha. Elohim tachshitim nashim. These are the different tachshitim of the women. I guess that you can. Uh, do on Yom Tov or on Cholamoid. Kochelet, Kochelet's like a blue eyeshadow. Upokeset, uh, she also do pokeset. What's pokeset? I think Rashi says here. One second. Um, did you say here exactly what pokeset is? Yeah, Rashi says mechaleket se'arav lekan lekan, like parting her hair. That's what she can do. She can part her hair. Umavir sharak al She can also pass a sharak al paneh. Rashi says, "Sam echan aduma." She can like put like this, uh, this substance on her face, so it'll look more ruddy. You know, you look more healthy. So it's nice. That's why people like to do that. So you should do that. Some say it's a little more of a private issue that she like trims her pubic hairs. Okay, so it's also a thing that I guess the wife of her sister was adorning herself or making herself up in the, in front of her kala, in front of her daughter-in-law. Yativ Rabhuna Brachinina Kamedra Khista, Brahuna Brahinda sat before Abhista, Vyati Vigamar, he sat and he said, Lo Shanu Elayalda. This whole thing that we said that you can do these things on Solomon, that was only taught about a Yalda, but a young woman. About Zikina Lo, but an old woman, no. I mean your your wife is an old woman, she's got this daughter in law, she's much older. We don't, we don't give these exemptions for the old women. What do they need to look good for? You know, the young women understand they have to look nice, but the old women, what do they need? So he says back, Amarlay, Halloween. No, by God. 
You're wrong. Afilu imach, afilu imad imach. Even your mother and even your mother's mother. That's why funny first like your mama comment. Right? So it's like, no, Bavilo Melodakivra, even a woman who's on the standing by the grave, and she's about to die. To Amri Inje, as people say, Batshitin Kibatshit, the Kaltabla Riata. A sixty year old is like a six year old. The Batshitin, Shitin sixty. Right? It's like a six year old, Sakal Tabla Riata. Uh, I think Rashi says here. Perish Kishush Hazug Kishush Hazug, like the bell rings even for the young woman. Rashi says, Ratelamar, Mine Zemer Bihilula, Bikihefe Divrete Yalda Bashit, Lakal, Hilula Hafi Yalda Bashit, meaning just like a young girl will ring the bells because it's exciting, like a tambourine or something, so to the old woman. I always remember, like, uh, uh, when, uh, when I first got married, so my wife had this uh, elderly grandmother. And we used to go for pace off to her parents, and we used to see her grandmother there. And her grandmother would look in the mirror, like she was an old lady, you know, like a really old lady. Like, you know, she'd look in the mirror and she'd be like, Dora, you're gorgeous. You know, she'd like do her hair and do things. Like, you know, it doesn't make a difference how old you are. You want to look good. So it applies uh, to young women and to old women alike. Okay. Now it says, Rabbi Yudomer, lo tasud. Lo tasud. So you cannot uh, put the, uh, the lime on her face. It's too much. So Tanya Rabbi Domeir Ishat Lo Tasumi Peshin Yivuhu Lass. Remember the reason was Rabbi just said in the Brayta here, a woman should not put the lime on her face because it's an evil for her, meaning it doesn't look good now. Meaning it will look good in the future, right? It has long-term benefits, but short-term it doesn't look good at all. Umoder Amida B'Msichi Yecholal LaKaplo B'Moed Shetzofalto B'Moed. But he agrees if it's a seed that you can be mekapel, uh, either like fold it over um, on the Moed or remove it on the Moed, that you can do it. Why? Even though it causes her pain now, like it's sort of like uncomfortable now, she'll be happy afterwards. And the point is, Rashi says, meaning that if it's a treatment that like, yeah, you do it now at the beginning of Cholomoed, but by the end of Cholomoed, you're still going to reap the benefits on Cholomoed, then it's going to be permissible. Right? So the concern is, don't do something now on Cholomoed that currently will have a bad effect, but then long term, beyond the Yom Tov, it will have a good effect. That's too, that's too far removed. But if they have that effect now already at some point, that's yeah, going to be okay. Does Rabbi really have this Svara that like something that's delayed is going to be okay? That's not, but we learned in the Mishnah in Masechah of Elizar. Now the context in Masechah of Elizar at the very beginning talks about this idea that you can't like give gifts or do business with Obdei of Elizar around their holidays because we're worried if you do those things, then they will give thanks to their God, and you'll still be participating or enabling them to worship Avodah Zarah. So similarly, Rabbi says, it says in the Mishnah, he says, Rabbi says, you're allowed to collect loans from Ovdei Kochavim because it causes them pain, right? So that's a, they borrowed $1,000 from you, so you can collect the loan around their holiday. So I'm reload. So the Rechachamim said back to Rabbi no. Even though it's painful now, but he'll be happy later. Meaning it's always good to get debt, you know, off your uh, off your ledger. So they'll be happy. So you're not allowed to do that. So you see from here that Rabbi seems not to really take into account what happens to Afarzman. He seems to be much more personal in the moment. So Amar of Nachman Bar Yitzchak, Rabbi Nachman Bar Yitzchak responds and says, Says so, no, leave the hilchot moed along, be, alone, because in that case, it's everything is hurts now, uh, good later. 
Meaning, like, think of any of the examples. You're working in the garden, you're trying to water the things, whatever. All those things you're doing. In the moment, that's kind of annoying work. Like, who likes to like, water the garden? Watering is kind of annoying work. But it, but it helps, right? It's a nice thing to do. Right? It helps. So, like, all the things in Cholomoed are, you know, you have to work now, but you'll see benefit later. So, when it comes to Cholomoed, even Rabbi Yudu will agree that as long as you're going to see some of the benefits on Cholomoed, it's going to be permissible as well. Okay, as opposed to the other Zara stuff, which is a different calculation. Okay, Ravina Amar, Ravina says, Kuti li'inyam pira'on la'olam meitar. Ravina has a little negative statement here. The Kuti, the word Kuti sometimes refers to Samaritans, these sort of like quasi-converts. In this case, it probably refers to just uh, Obedev of the Zara, uh, non-Jew. It says, if it comes to pira'on, paying back loans, it always causes them pain. They're so, you know, it's like, it's like another negative line. It's like, ah, they, they love money so much, they never want to pay back the loans. You know, it always hurts them. Okay, that's his line. Amar Ravina, benot Yisrael shikiu la'pirka, benot Shanim. Uh, so Ravita says, when it comes to uh, Jewish girls who reached Pirkam, Pirkam means they reached physical maturity, unless they're getting like pubic hair, things like that, but they didn't get to Shanim, they haven't reached the actual age, so they have the following rules. Aniyot, if it's poor women, toflototam besid. That's the way they remove like, some of the hair or something like that. So they can do it with seed, with the lime. With the lime. Ashiro, toflototam besolat. The rich women, uh, girls, they can do it with fine flour. I guess that also helps. Benot melachim, the daughters of kings, bishem and hamor, with uh, like myrrh oil. Shinamar just says, we see by Esther, Shishafadashim, Bishemen Hamor. So the kings use the Shemen Hamor as a treatment for the skin and sure makes it really nice. So the Gemara says, My Shemen Hamor, once we're on the topic, what is, it, what is Shemen Hamor? Rabkuna Barchia Amar Satetha. He says, called Satetha. We don't really have a great definition of what Satetha means, but it's some type of uh, ointment or something that, that you know, probably can remove the hair and makes your skin nice. Rabbi Barami Amar Shemen He says that the Shemen Hamor is olive oil that is not, a, is, is not quite a third. Uh, grown yet, so it's like a little bit of a different stage. Um, does Rashi say anything here? I forget. No, I don't think so. Okay. Tanya Ravido Mir Anpiknon Shemizay Shlohevishlish. He says that that Shemizay Shlohevishlish is actually something called Anpiknon. Why did you anoint yourself with it? Shemeshir etasear umeadin tabasar. It removes the hair and it makes your skin uh, really nice. Okay. Now it tells a little story. Rabibi Havali Bartha. Rabibi had a daughter. Tafla Aver Aver. He used to like um, like uh, every limb. He used to like uh, de- uh, um, what's it called? Like anoint her with like this type of oil, but limb by limb. Shakalba Arba Meazuze. So he used to do that for her like all the time, like you know every so often, whatever. But all the time basically. Uh, and in the end, like her skin was so great that she was so pretty that he was able to get 400 zuz as a dowry when he finally married her off. There was a certain non-Jew in his neighborhood, that he also had a daughter. I guess he saw what Rabibi did and how much Rabibi got for the dowry. So Tafla Bechadzinus, he said, you know what, I'm just going to like soak her in this, uh, in this uh, Shemin Hamor, you know, just to see what, you know, to, to make her all good. It was like overwhelming and she died. So Amr, he said, Katla He said, Bibi killed my daughter. Right, but it's not true, right? Because it's really, was, that's very unfair. Because was like, bit by bit over time is good. One shot is not going to be very good. Amr of Nachman, of Nachman says, Rabibi dishati shifra bayam banti tapas. Rabbi Nachman says, this is like a, that's a funny. He says, uh, okay, yeah, Rabibi, the reason he had to do this is Rabibi drinks beer. So his daughters need to have that stuff to get rid of all that disgusting hair. I guess when you drink beer, maybe the daughters also drink, drink beer, or maybe it's a genetic, I don't know exactly, but like they, uh, they also have those unwanted hair. So yeah, sorry, he, put, he, he, uses, he uses stuff for her. The point is he needed to use his stuff for her because she was all hairy. But we don't drink beer, so our daughters don't need the same treatment because they have nice skin on their own, but they don't have to deal with the, uh, the unwanted hair. Okay, we'll stop there. <laughs>